0: Chapter 7 of Little Miss Joyce by John Luther Long. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. She wouldn't marry the prince if he should ask her. She was alone all the rest of the night, and it was more terrible than she had even fancied, and so cold. Again she tried to wish, but could not, and nothing happened. And then the sun arose, and there was that splendid and worshipful ceremony, and there was no bug to trouble her, and presently she was glad once more that she had not succeeded in wishing herself back. Then again, after the prince was gone, it was quite as lonely as the day before. The boards went up once more, and the gardener hunted for the bug, and she couldn't even tell him that it was no longer there, and he cut off more limbs. Fancy all that, She began to wish with all her might to be back in her own little room in her own futons, which is the same as bed in English, though it is not an English bed at all, but only a sort of wadded overcoat put on backwards, and nothing happened, nothing whatever. She was still a pine tree, and she resolved that she would not marry the prince, nor live happy ever after, if he should ask her. In fact, in that case she should tell him that she hated him. Now from that day on the pine-tree began to droop in a way that was unaccountable to the prince. They put upon her the most nauseous things possible as tonics. They pruned her and braced and encouraged her till she was ready to die of weariness. Then came winter, and she shivered all the time, and her limbs were frozen. And when it snowed, the little upturned hands she had once thought so pretty were only places for keeping the cold snow a little longer upon her and one day while she was piled up high with snow the prince came and worshipped she almost hated him now and as his shaven crown was bowed beneath her she shook her limbs violently and covered his naked head with snow he leaped up furiously there was no one in sight who might have shaken the tree and there was only one conclusion to be drawn he whipped out his sword you ingrate he cried you soul of a fool HERE NOW, WILL I CUT YOU DOWN. JOY shuddered WITH FEAR, AND HE WOULD CERTAINLY HAVE DONE IT IF HE HAD NOT AT THAT MOMENT REMEMBERED THAT THE SWORD WAS HIS BEST ONE, THE ONE DECORATED WITH DIAMONDS AND RUBIES, AND WORN ONLY ON STATE OCCASIONS. TO CUT DOWN THE PINE-TREE WOULD BE TO RUIN IT. BESIDES, NO ONE KEPT A PERFECT EDGE ON HIS HOLIDAY SWORD. I WILL GET MY EVERYDAY SWORD, AND THEN I WILL HEW YOU DOWN, "'Yea, though you were the habitation of a thousand souls, "'all of whom must be homeless. "'I'm the prince of don't care what,' threatened the prince terribly. "'He went to the house in an awful rage and did not return. "'The truth is that it had been so long since he had worn his everyday sword "'that it had been mislaid. "'And he was quite determined, notwithstanding his wrath, "'not to ruin the ruby sword. "'So only because of this happy chance,' THE TREE LIVED ON. BUT JOY Sing HAD RECEIVED HER LESSON. WHAT IF HE SHOULD CUT HER DOWN? WHAT WOULD BECOME OF HER? AND WOULDN'T IT HURT HORRIBLY? SHE ASKED THE OWL, BUT SHE COULD MAKE NOTHING OF HIS ANSWER. WHO? SAID THE OWL. ME, 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 THAT IS WHAT I ASKED YOU, SHOUTED JOY Sing. WHO WILL I BE THEN? WHAT, WHERE, WILL IT HURT? WHO? SAID THE OWL then she begged the dove to ask him that is the only way says the owl to secure your release and become a girl again said the dove the owl is strange and eccentric but he is very wise there is no doubt about that i understand his language better than you do so the owl says you must make him cut you down that is a fine suggestion it is a pity and it is a shame for all the creatures know you now, and love you, and it will be quite like losing an old friend. But perhaps when you are a girl again, you will not forget us who were kind to you when you were a pine-tree. Oh, I will never, never forget you, nor anything I have learned here, if you will help me to get away,' said Joy-Sing. Well, then you must provoke the prince to cut you down. It will be painful, he says, but— AFTER THAT YOU WILL BE QUITE AS YOU WERE AGAIN. BUT HOW CAN I MAKE HIM CUT ME DOWN, WAILED JOY Sing. THIS NEITHER THE DOVE NOR THE OWL NOR THE BAT KNEW, THOUGH THEY CUDGELED THEIR WITS CEASELESSLY. YOU SEE, DEAR, EXPLAINED THE DOVE, THEY ARE WISE BUT NOT CUNNING. I'M AFRAID YOU WILL HAVE TO ASK THE FOX. End of SHE WOULDN'T MARRY THE PRINCE IF HE SHOULD ASK HER.